Hello and welcome to all you beautiful women out there. Thank you for listening in to episode six of the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast with the Health Huntress. I am Laura and I am the Health Huntress and I am on a mission to inspire, guide, and connect women all over the world to bridge us together and unite us across generations. Thank you for joining me on this path and I truly do hope to establish a friendship with you along the way. In today's podcast, we are talking about life mantras. I really, what is a life mantra, first of all? A life mantra is um, something that you have for your whole life um, purpose. So more than just like a, you know, a, a daily goal or a weekly goal or um, just a, you know, a short-term aspiration goal. It's like um, a long-term life goal. So I'm going to tell you how my mantra for my life mantra came to be. And along the way, I'm going to share with you what it is. So you just have to be patient and listen in. So first of all, I'm just going to tell you a little bit of story, background story leading up um, to give you more insight. So both my parents were born and raised in San Francisco. I was born there too, and I lived there until I was seven years old. After my... After we moved, the, my family from San Francisco would travel to visit us wherever we were living at the time, which was either in Colorado, we lived in uh, Southern California, um, and occasionally we would go back to visit until we moved all the way across country and settled in Virginia where I live today. And we moved here to Virginia when I was in eighth grade. And then that made us traveling back to to San Francisco harder, so I really didn't get to see my family as much for those years. But when I was 18, after just graduating high school, my best friend Paige and I went on a trip out to San Francisco. So I went a few days early and stayed a few days longer to spend some quality time with my family. And I do have a large family on both my mom's side and my dad's side. So the time spent was nice. But this significant day, which relates to this story, happened on... I remember a really chilly day, typical of that San Francisco climate, and it was a day that was spent mainly with my grandmother. So in the morning, me and my grandmother went to visit my great-grandmother, and I called her Nana. At that time, she was probably in her late 80s, and because she could no longer live alone, she was living in one of those group home type facilities, but it was a really nice one. And I remember it was an end unit, which is typical of that San Francisco attached homes, and it had a side entrance. So my grandma and I walked up the few short stairs before entering the house, and I remember seeing several other elderly people sitting there in the family room watching TV um, before finally getting to Nana's room. And I remember when we opened her room, it was like kind of like a soft blue color, and her room was just bright and inviting, and the sun was shining in on her bed where she sat, and she was all dressed up because she knew we were planning to visit. And I remember she used to have these little blue pearls that she was wearing. I looked out the huge window that overlooked her courtyard below, and she would tell me about a cat that she would just watch out there and admired. And so I looked for the cat and I saw it. It was so pretty. I remember it was like gray with long, um, beautiful, fluffy kind of hair. But that morning is just so memorable and significant to me. We had such a great conversation. I remember I was sitting on the floor. My grandma, who by the way has also since passed away, since this day but she was sitting in in the rocking chair and Nana was sitting upright in her bed 
I have a picture from this day I've always kept in a small heart frame. I'm actually actually looking at it right now. <laughs> Nana was an odd grandma as far as looks in the family. Um, or she wasn't, she wasn't odd looking, but she was like odd to me as far as the way that she looked because she was English and Irish and her hair was this beautiful shade of solid white and she had bright blue eyes and very light colored skin. So she was the mother of my grandfather on my mother's side. And, but the reason why it was odd was because my grandmother was Italian and my father's whole side of the family was Greek. So having a very petite blue-eyed grandmother or great-grandmother, I should say, was different from the rest of my family. But anyway, back to the mantra. <laughs> so during our chat, Nana told me that she was really happy with all the care that she was getting in the home. She enjoyed her room and the cat. But she was ready for the end. I think she knew, I mean, she was in her late 80s. She was living in a home. She kind of knew that the end was approaching. So just in normal, casual conversation, she just told me that she was has really lived a wonderful life and she wouldn't change a thing in it. She lost her husband before I was even born, so I was never lucky enough to meet him, and she never remarried after he passed, but she said that she was ready to be united with him and was at peace with when that time would come. She said she was proud of the family that she had created, and, and I could tell she was really proud of everybody and that everyone was doing well for themselves. So at the end of our time there, she walked me and my grandmother to the front door and when I walked out and started back down the steps, I turned around to see her once again. And she poked her little head out the door. And the last thing that she told me was that it was really chilly outside and to make sure that I kept myself warm. Because I lived on the opposite coast all the way in Virginia, that was actually the last time I saw her. She ended up passing away a few years later. And she was so blessed to have passed away peacefully in her sleep she was in her 90s but it was during that visit and that short time that I got to spend with Nana where my mantra was born and has stayed with me ever since the mantra is at the the end of my life I want to be looking back and saying the same thing that she had which was I've lived a wonderful life and would not change a thing I have done everything I wanted to do I don't think she ever realized the impact that conversation would have on the entire direction of my life. I was only 18 and a new adult with zero idea what real life was all about, but that gift she gave me was the gift of direction. My end goal in life is to end it the same way she did, with no regrets. So what this meant for me was to never hesitate to ever do what I wanted to live life to the fullest, to take chances, to take risks, to live a life that I'm happy with, to appreciate my family. I have carried this photo around to every single place I have ever lived since I was 18 years old to be reminded of this mantra of my life. And I put it on display. Now I have it on display in this like cute little place in my closet where I have all my jewelry. Um, it's just really significant to me. I'll even, if you want to see it, I will create a highlight on my Instagram page, which I've mentioned before, and I'll put it in the comment section. But it is, um, my, I, my handle is the Health Huntress. 
So I'm gonna I'll put this photo in there that I'll add to my highlights and um, you can check it out. So now that I've shared the mantra of my life with you, the question I have is what is your mantra? Do you even have a mantra, a life mantra? Do you have a big picture goal for how you want your life to play out? I know it might seem a little spooky on the surface to think of how you want to look back at your life when you get to the end. And some listeners out there may even think that this is just way too far away to even care or or think about at this point. But the truth is, and the reality is, we can all hope to be as lucky as Nana and live a long life. But it isn't guaranteed. That's why it's so important to not wait for the things in life you want to do. Don't wait for some day or some time. Just do things now. Live your life. And a good way to do that is to create a mantra for yourself. And not only create it, but commit to it. Looking back at your life, you know, at the end, what do you want to be proud of? What do you want to be happy about? What do you want to have no regrets about? So I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for allowing me to share my story, for listening in if you made it to the end, and, you know, just sharing how this mantra that I've been living with for 20, you know, over 25 years has really impacted me. And, And that's why I believe through the generations, you never know who you're gonna learn something for. You'll never know when you'll have that impactful, piece of inspiration that is going to guide you and direct you in your life. I mean, you just never know when it'll come or who it'll come from. So like I said, I've shared mine. It's time to share yours. You know, think it over if you don't have one. And either way, let me know. If you really want to let me know, you can reach out to me on my IG, which I already said is at at the Health Huntress. I look forward to hearing from you. And as I end this podcast, I want you to remember, if you ever need someone to turn to, I am always here because my mission is to leave no woman behind. Until the next time, take care of yourself, keep yourself warm, and have a good day. Bye.